Hello and welcome to Developing the Leader Within Podcast, an award-winning podcast where I interview the top players in the leadership arena and we dissect leadership, management, and career development from all angles. My name is Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez and I use my more than 20 years of experience in leadership development to dig deep into complex issues and bring you the answers you were looking for. If a topic resonates with you and you would like to explore how to overcome it, reach out to me at calendly.com backslash triad leadership solutions to discuss ways to succeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another Developing the Leader Within podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking leadership and kindness with Barbara. Okay, I'm excited for this conversation. Barbara, thank you so much for taking your time to be with me and talk about this topic. Yes, well, it's a joy and a pleasure to be here with you today, Enrique. Um, It's a topic that is very close to my heart. Um, I have been a kindness advocate since I think I was a child. Um, I was told my entire life that I was too kind, too nice for this world. Um, and I, you know, like we will be talking about leadership and kindness. And my life has always been the intention to demonstrate that you can be a kind and compassionate leader and even be more word of, um, of carrying that name as being a leader or a manager or whatever that it's always there's always empathy and humanness in it otherwise you're not up you're not living up to the title you are carrying i totally agree now folks we're going to bring a lot of information as you can tell right here right now Mm -hmm. um this is something that we could talk about pretty much all day but Barbara, if you wouldn't mind just giving us a little bit of of your background uh, before we get started. Okay. Um, Well, my life has been quite an adventure. Um, I was, um, I started a construction business when I was uh, 28. Um, My, my, I grew up in a construction business. My parents ran a construction business. So I wanted to, uh, to have my own business. And that was the thing that I was most, um, familiar with. So I started my own business. And at the age of 32, I was married to five years then. And um, we had three children in four years. I was diagnosed with a stage four skin cancer. I was given six more months to live. So there I was 32 um, and given six more months. I was um, fortunately, I survived. Uh, several surgeries and a year of chemotherapy and mostly from the beginning I kept a positive mindset I was dedicated committed to see my children grow up the youngest was only two months old at that time and it has all it has I had two life lessons there you could say the power of a positive mind and secondly it made me think a lot about my legacy at 32, I was thinking, you know, like, what if, what if I don't survive? Am I happy with the life that I lived? And the answer was no, because then, you know, like being faced 
faced with that so suddenly, I understood that mostly I lived up to the expectations of others. So that's where a journey started of self-development, of um, reading lots of books on spirituality, self-development, psychology, um, going to retreats, conferences, and really discovering, is it the construction business that I really, really want? And the answer was no. But of course you have investments and you have to, to move on and there's real life and there's money that has to come in. So I continued the construction business, but then at the side, I started following coaching certification courses and started like a coaching business as a side business. And then in 2016, 13 years um, later, I was faced with the, I was still running the construction company, betrays, um, faced with a betrayal of two employees, which made me end up with huge financial losses. And I had to close my construction business. In hindsight, you could say it was the universe pushing me to do what my heart desired. So I had to reinvent myself um, and I got quickly an opportunity to work with BMW, to work uh, with them to, um, to do business coaching, quality management. And then after six months, I was part of the management team there. So I also do the soft skill uh, HR side. So you could say BMW is one of my biggest clients as a coach. I do mentor people uh, and guide people personally too. Then I founded an online school and my webshop. So I'm very passionate entrepreneur. And um, you could say my biggest lesson until now is you are never given a challenge that you cannot overcome. That is wonderful. Now, I tell you, it, you just don't know everybody's story, right? No, <laughs> um, no. I am so happy that, and I'm sure your family and everyone that has ever heard you speak, uh, so happy that you did overcome that you know, that physical challenge. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't imagine what it would be like if someone told me, Hey buddy, <laughs> you have six months <laughs> to live. What now? You know? And so just hearing that, uh, because everybody sees the glory of, of the person, oh. right? They oh, see yes. the, uh, oh, yes. they see the, uh, oh, yes. the celebrations and the accolades and all this. And, and, and you just don't, ever calculate what it took to get there so thank you uh, first of all for enduring uh, that and overcoming you you mentioned something that was uh, so true uh, sometimes these life lessons will push you in a direction that you're yes. actually meant to go and i mean they serve a purpose right the construction company yes. served a purpose and all of that experience uh, led you to yes. bmw and to all of those things so we're talking uh, leadership and we're talking kindness. Where did kindness come into come in. place you know, in well, your life? It was there all of the time. But I have seen it changed within myself where you could say I was very long that person who maybe was too kind. That's one of the reasons I got betrayed by employees because I was too, you know, like trusted people too easily. So I learned my lesson. 
but it never, you know, like not one event in my life had the power to poison me or to make me bitter or to make me, you know, like negative about people, make me going to start hate. No. Since childhood, I always had that within me um, to not let it touch my heart, my, the purity in my heart. It's, it's just something uh, that's very difficult to explain, but I just had always that inner compass where I went back. And I have to say, I'm, I was always a very spiritual person. And it's not like I want to talk about religion here, but I always had Jesus in my heart. And it's not like in business, I'm going to talk about my, my faith or whatever, but that supported me through, through everything. And um, the kindness, becoming an advocate for kindness, that you could say that inner call became loud, louder and louder every year of my life. Also, um, since I'm operating a lot in the corporate world, um, BMW, the automotive is a male dominated world. And I can see all those alpha males in management, you know, like board meetings and whatever. And I found my way in the last five years to stay very true to myself, but very powerful in a board meeting when everybody is boasting and they're all, you know, like they're the best and they're fighting and my, you know, like to find my way to just um, have them shut up and just say my point of view and say, hold on, let's look at it. And being that calm and centered and kind person is a lot more powerful than all those people who need that, you could say that boasting to be someone. And we are taught, unfortunately, that we only are someone if we have ace at school, if we get that degree, if we are the first in a running race, if we have the title, if we have the house, if we have the car. It's a big flat lie. You are someone. You are someone since you were born. Rich parents, poor parents, you know, like um, whether you have a high IQ or a, a lower IQ, it doesn't matter. We are all born with a unique gift. And it's not because the world invented some system and some educational system that people who are more like um, intellectuals are um, evaluated, um, how do you say that, evaluated higher than people who work with their hands. That's just a human invention. It's just silly. You know, like artists as valuable as a business person, as is a teacher, as is a baker. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you were born with a seed planted in your heart with that gift. That you nurture that seed and you give the world with that. And if you are passionate about numbers and you want to become an accountant, that's fantastic. Maybe you're passionate about food and putting the love in the food and become a cook. That's, but there is no hierarchy. We built that hierarchy. There's no hierarchy between humans. We are always from human to human. And the real leader, because I think at some point we're all a leader, whether it's in your family, whether you're a mom, you're a dad, you're a leader. 
in your community. Whether you have a church community, you have another community, you're a leader. You can be a leader at work. You know, you don't have, you need the title of manager to be a leader. You can be a natural born leader to help people, to support people. So I think that's something that is a misconcept. That once, um, first of all, that you need the title leader to be a leader, that you um, are, that some some humans are superior to others because they have titles and material possessions. That's a misconception. And then, unfortunately, in business world, the concept or the paradigm is seen kindness is weakness. That a manager has to be tough and controlling and, and almost bullying to get results. I think more and more people start to realize that without empathy, you are not, you know, like you are not getting the results because it's with the people and through the people that you get the results. And it's not about fake kindness. If you're only kind to have that result, well, you miss the point. People has a, have a sixth sense when they are used. That is short term. And unfortunately, all, you know, like a lot of big companies are really short term and profit maximization. And that is what brought the world where it is now. Planet exhausted, people exhausted because it's based on a greedy system. But more and more people wake up and say, no, now you see the great resignation. No, we will not participate in that anymore. And I think that's a wonderful sign. If there's something that this pandemic brought is people having, thinking about, is this how I want to spend my life? In this environment, in a toxic work environment, in an environment where I'm only used, where I'm not appreciated for who I am. And that's what makes me, as you can hear, very passionate about um, kindness and having, and seeing kindness as a strength. Kindness is a strength. If you can be the bigger person, if someone's rude to you and you can stay outside the rudeness and answer in a kind way, that's extremely powerful. Maybe you will disarm completely the person. Maybe not. But in staying calm, since that person does not have the react reaction of fighting, his anger will dissolve anyway, sooner or later. But the person who stays calm and centered and is not getting into the provocation is the powerful one, not the one who is aggressive. The aggressive one is the weak one because apparently he only has his aggression to want to control an outcome. And I've always been um, the person of turn the other cheek. And in turning the other cheek, you are a lot more powerful than the one who is slapping. Well, I'm, I'm, I for one, and I'll tell you, Barbara, that um, I'm happy to know where your source of kindness comes from. <laughs> where is that? <laughs> okay, so I, I subscribe to the same source. And so uh -huh. it, it is what truly allows me to be the type of kind person that is a controlled person. Mm -hmm kindness right you you, yes. you you your last piece there brought me back to uh 
an event in my life when I was younger where someone came to me, uh, pro, you know, provoking a, yes. a battle. And I mm -hmm. said, no, I, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I said it three times. I said, no, I don't mm -hmm. want to do that very calmly. Mm -hmm. And then that yes. person, unfortunately, <laughs> he found somebody in that same group to fight uh -huh. with. And, and they did get into a fight. And he did, you know, he did pummel the, the, the guy, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately. But um, in my uh, and to my account and, and in my state, I was calm and I was able to, like you said, it, it, it fizzled away. That anger, at yes. least towards yes. me, fizzled away. It landed mm -hmm. on somebody else, unfortunately. Yes. But, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, leadership and and in leadership and, and just bringing in organizations right now, because you mentioned something that's very key, very happening right now. Everybody's calling it the great resignation. I don't mm -hmm. particularly like that because people have not resigned without cause. Yes. You know, they have just opened up their mind and their eyes to different possibilities. And the yes. fact that they don't have to accept anything that gets thrown their way. Yes. And so that's not a, a great resignation. I would say it's more like a, a great awakening than it, than yes. anything else. Um, great but, awakening. but I just that's a saw. Beautiful name. <laughs> thank you. I love I, that. I saw. And this is why I bring it up. Yesterday, I saw a comment on mm -hmm. a, a great resignation post, and and they they referred to folks as quitters. And so that is oh. this this is the oh. this is the world that we live in. You you mentioned it right. There mm -hmm. there is this this uh, this element of living on this earth. That uh, that just drives certain uh, people to yes. use their status and their level of or position as a a way of thumping folks, right? Thumping yes. people, well, yeah. and so that I I know that came from that type of you know feeling, you know, yes. and, and so I could yes. recognize that oh, this is just mm -hmm. someone that is probably used to thumping on folks. And so they would refer to this. When I see people standing up for themselves and saying, mm -hmm. I will no longer work for yes. this, that, or the other, that is not mm -hmm. serving me. It is not making me better. It is not mm -hmm. enriching my life. I don't That's feel true. like my contributions are valued and that I am part of this organization as a team member, you're just using me and I refuse to be used any longer. When I see somebody say that, I, that is one of the, the greatest strengths a person can display when they can value themselves Absolutely. and tell you what the value is. Right. And so, so, Absolutely. so, and so, there are leaders out there that are trying to figure this thing out. You know, mm -hmm. people are, Absolutely. they, they are leaving places that no longer 
value them. And so I say, mm -hmm. congratulations, you know, for getting there. Absolutely. So these leaders that are left now with uh, the pieces to put together, because, you know, when mm -hmm. there's no not that many people, you now you have challenges. How could they employ what we've been talking about? Kindness, because you mentioned it, it, it kindness was in you. I mm -hmm. say kindness is in me. Mm -hmm. there are some leaders that kindness is nowhere around. Well, I think a lot, a lot of managers are between the board and between the people. No, like they are, they are like pulled between both. So since the board is paying them, they wear a mask, many of them. I believe they are at the core. They are not like that. But they wear that mask of corporate, you know, like, and we have to have that result. It's, it's fear-based. It's not in a place of love and creativity. And, you know, like, let's create these results. Let's create something with this company. No, it's fear-based. We have to get this number. We have to have that target. We have to get these results. So as long as you're fear-based, you cannot open up because you lead your life like this in fear, you're fearful. So to open up, you have to let go of that fear. So a lot of, even, you know, like senior managers, they're even in fear for what the board stakeholders will say. So as long as they do not speak up for themselves and at a higher level, those leaders say, look what's happening. We have to change. As long as they're, you know, like um, a victim or a slave of the, um, I'm, I'm looking for the word because I'm, I'm Dutch speaking um, as, a, as a first language, as long as they, um, you know, the results of the company, as long as they are enslaved by what is the Dow Jones, you know, like all those results, if that is dictating our world, where's the humans? So the humanness has to come back. And it's the human, it's exactly that kindness and that humanness, which will create even bigger results because it will be based on innovation, creativity, on what people really have to offer than rather putting all the people in a mold, in a very tight mold, and everybody has to follow that mold because that's the only thing we know, you know, like result profit-based. Um, and, and it's dead. It's old school. It's an old model. And if we continue like that, well, I think it's just humanity destroying itself. So the kindness. And if people will need to reconnect within themselves first, to find that place first, to find that confidence first and to let go of those old, you could say, beliefs, that old paradigm, I'm a manager, I have to be, behave in this way. Just leave that behind and connect, see the other person as a human, rather as a means to a result. But that's a, a, a huge transformation. And the more people and the more leaders who will model that, the quicker it will happen. So you and me 
we start modeling that for others. We are demonstrating in our life how it can be lived. So every child, every teenager, every young adult who sees that model before him that you can answer rudeness uh, with kindness, that you can answer competition with creativity. You know, every time they see that, we are shifting. We are shifting something in our consciousness and we are making new models. Models which are a lot better for a human in itself, but for all of humanity and in the end for our planet. And I, and I fully agree with that. You mentioned modeling, you know, you mentioned, hey, transformation. Uh, mm -hmm. These are these are these are words that are action words, right? Something yes. happening within you that is yes. propelling this action, this thing called kindness. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And you know, we're in this uh, season, right? I see the yes. tree in the background. <laughs> it just makes you so happy. Um, yes. You know, holidays, you know, and, and family gathering together as as safely as they can, and. You know, yes. just sharing in what it is to be a, a human and and mm -hmm. embrace each other and 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 just love on each other. Mm -hmm. If if there are leaders out there that are saying, "Man, you know that that board relationship is really really heavy on me," um, and yes, uh, and they can say, "Yep, I, I wear that mask. Yes, I do. Yeah. You know, I got to yeah. keep my job." How could they? Uh, shelter because okay as a leader you may get a, a direction you may get bombarded mm -hmm. with things you have to produce this 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 and that but it doesn't necessarily need to trickle down to the team right they usually no. say the leader usually takes the brunt of the of the yes the, the yes mandates and then they mm -hmm. present it in a way where yes. the team can actually take action on it without feeling the pain. So for the, those leaders that cannot do that, that, you know, just kind of like push it down the road, <laughs> the pain comes yes. to me, it's going to go to you. Uh, how mm -hmm. can they change some of the things that, uh, that are affecting the workforce now that is making them realize, Hey, you know, I might need to go somewhere else. I might need to find, I might need to, even be without a job for a little while until I find a place yes. that will, you know, cherish what I bring. Yes, absolutely. And first of all, it's all about self-awareness. If you have no self-awareness and you're just living life as you think that everything that you were told is true and you never question anything, like you never question a decision of, the management you never question is this the right job for me you never question am i doing it in the right way am i bringing my message in the right way um then you're kind of lost because you're sleepwalking through life you're not really thinking for yourself so it starts with thinking for yourself having that self-awareness first of all do i want to spend my life in this way of being do I want to spend my life stressed and bullying others? Is that the legacy that I will be leaving? When I'm 90 years old and I'm laying on my deathbed and I look back at my life, is that what I leave behind? 
what is it that I want to leave behind? What you, and I know what, what it feels like when you're in your dead bed. So what you think about is the lives you have touched. Have you touched them in a positive way? So I know that's what you think about. What is my legacy? You think about that. And maybe in your 30s and your 40s, when you're in the rat race, you don't, but I would urge everybody watching now who is in the rat race or who is overwhelmed or overworked, just think, take a pause, breathe and think, okay, do I want to be the yelling dad? Do I want to be the one who never visits his parents because I'm always working and thinking, oh, I want that promotion and that title is so much more important. You lose life in between. Live. Live in the meantime. And I, um, I'm, you know, like running my business, which has different pillars. I'm a happily married for more than 20 years or, or even 25 years, I think. Um, mom of three young adults, um, you know, like el elderly parents. So I have a lot on my plate. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, like I have a silver spoon and <laughs> I'm up every morning at 6 a.m. Now it's, you know, like 9 p.m. I'm still busy, but you can do it in a way that you're present. You know, being present doesn't mean that you're lazy and don't do anything anymore. No, it's just another way of being. You don't rush through the day. You are, you know, like I'm very intentional. When I arrive at BMW, sometimes they call me Miss Sunshine. They call me Miss Positivity. You know, I, I arrive. And I'm very intentional about my smile, about bringing that energy into the room. So think with yourself, what energy am I bringing into the room? It's so important. Be intentional about it. And deep, you know, like deep inside me, I always say I'm on a secret mission. Wherever I go, I bring love and light. And sometimes I have to translate that, you know, like bringing love and light to mechanics is in a different language than bringing love and light at home. But that's the basic. And it all has different packages. And it can be just having a piece of cake with the mechanics and laughing, for, you know, like having and make them feel acknowledged, make them feel appreciated, make them feel like they are someone. And I can say, I can be very, how could you say? I don't accept excuses. It's not because I'm positive and kind that you can bullshit me. No, that's not the same thing. I can be very strict, but in a kind and gentle way and say, just stop that. No, like you don't have to tell me. I, I, I just don't believe a thing of what you're saying right now. But in the end, people respect you because you have that honesty, but you always see them as a human. And sometimes they call me Mama Barbara. <laughs> and where I work, Mama Barbara, you know, like the places I come, it's just, it, it's carrying that feeling of being a mom and saying, you know, I see through you, I see you. Do not try, you know, like, don't try to fool me. But having that, that, you know, like that compassion. And if it's really a rotten apple, well, 
you know, like there's nothing to do. We, we don't accept that. Your place is not here that. Having that courage too. I love that you mentioned love and light, right? Because kindness <laughs> does uh, is a byproduct of love. Love being yes. the foundational uh, mm-hmm. level there of, of where kindness comes from. Uh, grace and mercy yes, and yes, and and absolutely. longevity you know all the all these things mm-hmm. that we call fruits um mm-hmm. you know come from love and there's some people that just have not had it you know mm-hmm. cannot replicate it because they don't know what it is absolutely uh, and and if you're a leader out there and and you're listening and love is missing from your portfolio uh, then mm-hmm. I encourage you uh, not only because it's the season where we where we spend uh, most time with the, with the families, but if you're interested in staying in your position any time, any length of mm-hmm. time, love must be, and it's a it's a it's a it's a foundational love. Love must be there. Yes, it has to yes. be there. Um, yes, you know, and and, and a lot of people say, "Oh, I love my job." but they can't treat their team members with love. And you're like, what, what's your definition of love? Yes. What's your, that's what I was going to say. What's your definition of love? Love is always, you could say a two way, not like it's always two way. Um, And it's always built on that foundation within you. You know, you love first. Even if the other one is not loving, you love because you are love and if you have found that place and if you didn't know it um if you have not been modeled it before then um i think one of the most powerful things is breaking a cycle if you as a child i grew up in um well one of my parents was alcohol addicted and it was not the easiest um childhood But one thing that I definitely wanted was to break that cycle. I was not going to perpetuate what I had seen. That was an enormous motivator for me. And it's, I have a very good relationship with my parents. There has a lot of been of forgiveness work within me and that relationship is completely healed. And um, they are sober now, so that's great since a few years but if you have had that let that not be a reason to perpetuate it break that cycle it's not because you have not known something the source is you the source is never outside you you are the source of what you are looking for and and you know i I love you put it that way because we make choices we all yes. make choices and we could mm-hmm. choose to be that type of leader that nobody wants to be around or you could be or you could choose to be mm-hmm. the type of leader that everybody wants to be around and hopefully mm-hmm. for the leaders listening you're that type that everybody gravitates to uh, because mm-hmm. not only do you uh bring love and light and kindness to the environment but you perpetuate it. And so that everybody else can model it uh, after you. And maybe they'll take some of that to their home and change Mm -hmm. the cycles in their home. Uh, And Mm -hmm. that's the greatest impact a person 
any leader Absolutely. could have Absolutely. is that they model a way where others can become better. Uh, Barbara, thank you so much for sharing your evening with me, uh, talking about kindness. We end up talking about the root, which is love. Yes. And 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 in such a great uh, time in our year, the the December. Yes. Uh, month where we celebrate so many holidays all kind of cu coupled mm -hmm. up in one. Uh, but thank you so much. If someone wanted to get a hold of you uh, mm -hmm. to provide some of that uh, services that you provide, uh, how would they mm -hmm. do that? I think through LinkedIn is the easiest way. Connect with me through LinkedIn, send me a message. I'm very, you know, like responding there. Outstanding. Well, folks, We've been talking about leadership. We've been talking about kindness. I tell you that it's been great listening to you. I wish mm -hmm. you and your family the happiest of Christmases and this upcoming Thank year. You. May it be as prosperous, if not even more prosperous than it has this year. And I Thank wish you, you all safety and health. Uh, folks, for all of you listening, I thank you for joining us. And you know how we close the show. Success to you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Triad Leadership Solutions and on Twitter at TLS underscore FL. Thanks again. I'll see you next week and success to you.